Welcome to Frankly Speaking with Mayor B. I'm Frank Pesanite the Third, and I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And join us as we delve into our series, The Hills Have Size, where we revisit the seminal series on MTV, The Hills. Today we'll be discussing season three, episode ten, "What Goes Around." Ellipsis. Ellipsis. Again. I wonder if that's going to be a new thing, like all ellipsis all the time. Maybe. There's just so much unknown. Yes. <laughs> MTV's laying it on so thick. I just don't know where it's going. Um, so to recap, last week, well, through Lauren's perspective anyway, she says that they went to Vegas for Brody's birthday and she and Brody got together. Um, all I wrote about the recap was <laughs> stop trying to make Brody happen. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yep. Um, but she also says... That she and Audrina got into their first big fight over Justin Bobby. And as we'll disclose in this episode, I think there actually was a fight about it that we didn't get to see. Because Lauren admits that she apologized to Audrina for the for the fight in Vegas, and we didn't get to see that. Well, you don't think she was talking about the fight of the bed? That wasn't a fight. I agree, but I think that's what we're supposed to think. But maybe Lauren's a diva and was like, I'm tired of talking about this, this is garbage, and like made a scene. In my mind, that's well, what happened. And I wonder, too, like, again, I'm sure the fight was at something totally different. Like, we've all learned, like, like now the housewives, when they're fighting, it's actually about appearances, and they make right. it look like something else. Right. So, so maybe yeah. Lauren was just kind of like, stop making Justin Bobby happen. It's not happening. Yeah. Very possible. <laughs> I don't know. So then Lauren lets us know that she was about to hang out with Jen Bunny. Basically. We'll cover it in the episode. It's dumb. Um, so we dive right in, and we are at Teen Vogue. And my first thing about this, and I hate to even bring this up because it's not her fault, and there's nothing you can do about it, and I suffered with it for many years and sometimes still do, Lauren's skin looks like shit. Oh. I mean, it's like acne-ridden, and like it looks terrible. I'm assuming it's all the partying and smoking and whatever, but like it does not look good. I have a note later about her 5 o'clock shadow, but I didn't notice her Yeah, her skin did not look good. I think part of it was, and just as a, to all let you listeners know out there, my smart TV was doing something weird and like the episode was like blown up bigger than it should be and I was wearing my like reading glasses because I'm an 800 year old man so I think it was like <laughs> that much more exaggerated <laughs> than if her face had been normal maybe weird you mean even big TVs have problems Frank? even big TVs have problems oh, oh okay just checking <laughs> well if we'd used your TV if it was one up that big we would have just seen an eyeball yeah and half a nose yep <laughs> and her skin would have looked interesting um <laughs> So Lauren tells Whitney that she went to Las Vegas for Brody's birthday and Whitney says, that's great. What happened? And Lauren says, Brody kissed me. Okay. That's an interesting summary of events. And Whitney gets kind of excited in an adorable way and says, you guys would make quite the couple. (laughs) They're not a couple. No. Um, And Lauren reiterates that she fought with Audrina over Justin and that it was really their first big fight. And Whitney sympathizes by saying, you know, you guys are so close and you do so many things together. It's only natural you'll fight once in a while. Well, and I can't... Which is good advice, but I don't know that I believe that. I wrote down, um... I, I wrote down best friends question mark, and I don't know who said it. I don't know if it was... Whitney Elsa, said it. was it. Whitney said it. Yeah. And I was like, best friends? I'm like, what in the hell? Yeah. She said, you're such best friends and yada yada. And I don't know that I believe that. Um, and then in the middle of this scene at Teen Vogue, Lauren says, Jen Bunny just texted me. She says, I really need to talk to you. And um, Whitney just kind of said, are you, are you going to go see her? And 
and Lauren seems to be fine with it from yeah. the get-go. Um, what I found most interesting is that Lauren is sitting at the desk reading her text messages and Whitney's on her feet folding clothes. Well, what I found most interesting, because this whole episode was a snooze fest and I barely paid attention, yeah, was, um, was that in the closet in Teen Vogue, they have jankety Ikea furniture with the doors off and the hardware still on. Like, it's like yes, they bought cabinets. Yeah, and took, I'm like, you, it's fucking Teen Vogue. You can't afford, like, shelves that weren't originally have doors on them? I mean, I guess not. I don't know. It just seemed really weird to me. I don't, I mean, it looked like something you would see in, like, a college kid's dorm room or something. Right. And not at Teen Vogue. Right. Like, they re, oh, I'm just going to take my parents' old shelves, take the doors off, and use, I mean, it just seemed dumb. I mean, I'm always surprised by what any office, like, repurposes or reuses or is hesitant to order. The argument I will always make for Ikea is that everything is replaceable. If it gets a scratch, buy it again. Build it again. Make some intern do it for yeah. 10 cents an hour. You know, it. there is that, but yes, I agree. It was weird. I noticed the hardware, too, and I thought that was strange. It was very strange. strange. But I was more off-put by the fact that Whitney's the boss and Lauren was reading her phone and Whitney was doing work. Well, I think because Whitney really works there. Yes. But I'm just saying. Yeah. For the sake of the camera, Lauren, <laughs> pretend you're doing work. Um, so we got to Lauren and Audrina's apartment. And Audrina is giving herself a pedicure on the couch. And Lauren is wearing an adorable black swing dress. She's, it's good. Her dresses the past few episodes have been on point. Um, it's just black and like to the knee and it flows out and it's spaghetti strap. But she looks, she looks very cute. Um... Lauren tells Audrina again that Jen Bunny texted her and says she has something to to say to her. And Lauren tells Audrina, you know, reading the text messages from Jen got me thinking. And I realized that I've been really overstepping and I'm really stubborn and I don't like to admit when I'm wrong, but I'm still really broken from last year and I feel like I've been riding you really hard about Justin Bobby and at the end of the day, I'm happy if you're happy. I thought it was a really genuine, nice mea Like, she was just like, you know, I'm yeah. going to back off, and yeah. I've been down this road before, and I'm not going to do it again. And Yeah. I mean, and I think that's right. Yeah, and she even says, like, that she harped so hard on Heidi, although she says my roommate, which yeah. I found interesting, that she didn't even want to live with me anymore. And I don't want that to happen to us, is basically what she says. And let's be honest, and if we're going to pretend that Audrina and Justin Bobby in a relationship, he's not a Spencer. He's not as bad as Spencer. Like, he's not as... I mean, he might be a little, like, not as into Audrina as he should be, and maybe right. a little dismissive, but he's not a psychopath. Right, and he doesn't even enjoy filming. Spencer bathes in it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I thought it, it was nice, even though it didn't... I don't think anything with Audrina and Justin is real. It still felt like the apology was appropriate. It did. Yeah. Even though apparently nothing between Lauren and Audrina is real either, so... Yeah, yeah. Um... So then we see Lauren shopping with... Oh, before that, I, yes. went, I have one little quick comment about this. Do it. Um, the one thing I noticed that kind of bothered me is that Lauren was rocking what I think was Chanel Vamp nail polish, which is like 10 years out of fashion at that point. Yeah. Lauren often sports a nail color that's like too dark for a season. It was black. Yeah. I mean, it was like Chanel Vamp. I, I love dark nail polish, but in the summer, it feels almost inappropriate. I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. I have to fight the urge... But I feel like after Labor Day, once it hits like late September, October, then I'm all about it. But in the summer, I'm not going to... Because Lauren wears navy blue all the time, too. But isn't it supposed to be late September, October? So After the Emmys. Well, so I had another... (laughs) I have another note about that, but I actually feel like they have filmed 
so far we're on episode 10. I feel like all of these 10 episodes feel like they were filmed so close together. This yeah. still feels like late summer to me. Well, I'm sure it was because as we, how many episodes do we get this season? 28. 28. So I'm sure, I, and they didn't film for a year. No. Like I'm sure they were all filmed And in the scenes together. from the next, like we saw they're about to go to a beach party. That's, that's gotta be like a Labor Day thing. Yeah, probably. Anyway, anyway to digress. Um, so we see Lauren and Lo shopping. And as they're walking into the store, Lauren tells Lo that she apologized to Audrina. And Lo says, what, for Vegas? <laughs> and Lauren says, yeah, you know, it just, it didn't seem like a fight worth having. And I felt like I owed her an apology. And Lo says, whatever, Justin's a loser. <laughs> yeah, Lo is over it. That's yeah, what I wrote. Yeah. Lo is over it. Yeah, whatever. Um, so I don't remember what store they were shopping at. Diane Merrick. Thank you. I forgot to write it down. Um, and Lo discovers what is now called an infinity scarf. It's like a scarf that is basically just a giant loop yeah. and she doesn't know how to wear it, which is a very 2007 yeah. moment. She said, Oh, I love this. How do wait? Oh, it's, Oh, it's connected. How do I wear this? <laughs> and Lauren kind of shows it, her how to wrap it around her neck. And Lo says, Ooh, I like I want. <laughs> but didn't buy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not that we saw. Did oh, yeah, because she... I guess we didn't see them leaving the store. No. So they could have had packages. Yeah. So Lauren tells Lo that she got a text message from Jen Bunny and she's going to have lunch with her. And Lo says, wait, buns? Just <laughs> an amazing nickname. I like it. Yeah. I wish that was my nickname in high school. That makes, that would make me sound way cuter than I actually was. Um... And Lo is understandably upset, you know, when you are the new best friend and your best friend goes back to the previous best friend who wasn't very nice to her, you are protective and you do feel a little bit snide about Well, plus we thing. know that Lo and Jen Bunny don't like each other. No, not like, at all. Like, hate each other, actually. Yeah, and at the end of the scene, Lo says, I don't want that mean girl to do mean things to you anymore. Yeah, I just wrote Lo versus Jen Bunny. Yep. Yeah. She calls Jen Bunny a mean girl and says it's not worth it. So she has a point. And to be fair, I don't, Lauren and Jen Bunny, I don't think they ever really rekindled a friendship. Her and Lo are still very much friends. Oh yeah, they're Her still and friends. Jen Bunny, I don't No, I don't think so either. Yeah. Um, so then from shopping, we go to Bolt House and <laughs> Heidi gets called into Brent's office to discuss this Emmys party. And that's when Heidi discloses that Elodie was covering her on Friday night. Okay, this is where I lost my motherfucking mind. Me too, because that means it was a pre-Emmy party. Because the Emmys are on Sunday, and yes. I even Googled it and looked it up, and September 16, 2007 was a Sunday. Yes. So it was not the Emmys. No. It was two days before the Emmys. Right. So it was a month after Spencer's birthday and three weeks after Brody's birthday, and it was a Friday. Yeah. Yep. The 14th. Yep. Well, so maybe our assumption that Heidi shouldn't be getting an Emmys event covered was wrong because it was a pre-Emmys thing, but I still think it's a big deal Or there was house. no event yeah, I know. whatsoever <laughs> at all, and this is all a thousand percent made up. Yeah, it's true. I did take a little issue with Brent in this scene. He said, if you're going to get something covered, you have to communicate with me. To be fair, Heidi did ask, is it okay with you if I get this covered? Well, no, but, he said yes. No, but I agree with him because I she believe she never what he, went back and affirmed it. Yes, and but, I think that goes back to what I was saying last episode. That if your boss says that to yeah. you, you go back to them and say, "I got it covered. This is who's covering it." Right. And at the end of the day, when it comes to your career and your job, always double check. 
it's always better to ask and get it right than it is to assume and get it wrong. I stand by that. Now, the one thing that I will say about this that is mildly factual is that I believe if someone Heidi's age did have a job like this, they would probably do something equally stupid and not go back and tell the boss. Yes. I feel like that's like a new job. I'm, you know, in my early 20s mistake. So that was the only thing about this whole scenario that read true to me at all. Yeah. But she doesn't really No, but it's all fake and there wasn't an event and it doesn't matter. (laughs) And her shirt is way too shiny. Yeah. Yeah. She's wearing like a silk collared shirt with, you know, button down collared shirt and it's just very shiny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But Brent sums up the conversation and says, it can happen once, but it can't happen twice. Fair enough. Yeah. You know, you messed up bad once, you didn't confirm with me, and you can't do it again. Well, and again, this is a devil's advocate situation, because this is none of this is real. <laughs> but in the real world, if she'd gotten this big promotion, I'm sure there was a probationary period, and this would have been like, oh, you're being demoted. Like, obviously, you can't handle this job, we're demoting you, we're giving it to somebody else. Right. I mean, that's a cutthroat industry. This is not, I mean... I would agree. I would agree. If Brent has an ounce of heart, maybe he would say this is your only mistake and next time he'll do that. But I don't know. I would think they don't have time for that. No, they don't. And if this was a real event and it was in Emmy's pre-party and I mean, which is a big deal and the person in charge of it just didn't fucking show up. I mean, that looks horrible on the company. I mean, like, yeah, I I feel like just being demoted is nice. Yeah, that's true. You'd be fired. I agree. Yeah. Um, so then Lauren goes for coffee, breakfast, lunch, whatever. <laughs> they were at a table somewhere in public. I just made that a multiple choice yeah. question. I'm sorry. Um, Choose your own adventure, reader. Of right. Listener. <laughs> I just, I was curious because Jen Bunny orders a jumbo size iced coffee. Girl after my own heart. She does put a ton of mini half and half cups in it though, which makes gross. me a little grossed out. But it is the size of a big gulp, which I loved. Um, and this is where I noticed Lauren's really bad five o'clock shadow. She, her mustache is, is showing. Mm. I, I have sympathy. I get it, but I'm not on TV. The- Again, I wonder if part of it was because the picture was all blown up and weird. <laughs> so we're doing, noticing all of this. I don't know. And also she may just have some skin discoloration because she grew up at the beach and she's always in the sun, lives in Los Angeles. Sometimes it's very easy to get like a shade darker on your upper oh, lip. Oh, totally. But it, it could be that, but I just, it was very noticeable in the scene. Um... So Lauren sits down to have whatever this meal is with Jen Bunny and Jen Bunny (laughs) immediately dives in with a compliment, which I love because when you know one of your friends is mad at you and you finally get them out to whatever meal this is to kind of apologize to them or see them for the first time, diving in with a compliment is not a bad strategy. No, not at all. She says, I like that bracelet. Where'd you get it? (laughs) And Lauren makes it very awkward by saying it's a friendship bracelet. A friend gave it to me. So I'm wondering if the point is to highlight the fact that she and Jen Bunny aren't as close of friends as they used to be, or the fact that Lauren has moved on and has all these new friends that Jen doesn't even know. Oh, both. Right. For sure. Right. Because if it was someone Jen knew, she would just say, oh, Jilly gave it to me. Yeah. No, but for sure. It was both. Yeah. It was a dig. Yeah. So Jen says, how did you hold up with that whole rumor situation? I really wanted to reach out to you, but I knew it wasn't the right time. And Lauren said, it wasn't the right time, and I didn't hold up very well. Very honest on both sides. Yep. Um, 
And Jen said, well, about that, I had lunch with Heidi recently. What episode was that? I know. That's the whole thing. Like, what the fuck? Like, it seems like yeah. it was a month ago or more. Yeah. Too. So I wanted to go back in my notes real quick because I know we have it in here. Um, I mean, it was a while. I feel like it, it was, was the like beginning of the season. Three. Yeah, yeah. It was the beginning and we're of the in season. 10 now. That's, that was the other evidence that this whole 10 episodes is filmed pretty close together, yeah. actually. Um, and Jen lets Lauren know that Heidi said Brody is responsible. And Jen can't confirm that, but she just wanted Lauren to know that that's what Heidi is saying. My favorite line of this whole thing is that Jen also says, I don't want to get involved. Yeah. And I'm like, sister friend, you are so fucking involved. Like, yeah. first she talks about it with Heidi, now you're calling Lauren right away to tell it. Like, you could not be more involved if you tried. No. Like, the way to not be involved is to shut your fucking face and not be involved. Yeah. And whose wagon do I want to hitch to? Lauren? Or Heidi's. She really um, picked the wrong wagon in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She went the wrong direction there. Um, and Lauren just says, I don't believe that. It only makes sense for Heidi to blame other people. Yeah. Just true. Um, so then we see Lauren back at home with Audrina. And she just reiterates what happened with Jen Bunny and says that, you know, Jen let me know. That Heidi is saying Brody is the one who spread the rumors about me. And Audrina even agrees with Lauren. That doesn't even sound like something Brody would do. And as we saw in the previous episode, Brody is like Switzerland. He doesn't like drama. He doesn't like to fight. He likes to speak on behalf of everybody. And Lauren says, Brody's my friend. And he's just not a troublemaker. Um, And then Lauren has a moment where she quotes Justin Bobby and says, well, truth in time tells all. (laughs) Now, I have something to say about this, is that she also tells Adrena that Jen is forgiven. I've forgiven Jen and everything is fine. I want to know why. There was no, like, Jen was never like, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't, what, what's changed? I hear you. I took that more as a, Lauren isn't going to stay angry at Jen anymore, but she doesn't care about Jen anymore either. Yeah. I, I took it more like, oh, Jen's forgiven and now she's back in my life. I mean, we're not going to be besties, but we're friends again. Right. So we looked up that Jen Bunny's birthday was sometime in November, right? Yes. Yeah. So now this is about a year. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. So she's kind of saying, I'm not mad at Jen anymore, but we're not friends anymore. P.S. You should have never been mad at Jen in the first place, Lauren. Right. But I I took it as the same thing she said to Lo when they went shopping. Just kind of like, just because I'm having lunch with Jen doesn't mean we're friends. It doesn't mean I trust her. True. Um, So then... We go back to the sad, boring couple hour. Which I've named their house. Oh! Oh! Villa Ambien. Because <laughs> it makes you want to go to sleep? Yeah. Nice! Villa Ambien. Love it. So we're at Villa Ambien. Or yes. Ambien Villa, whichever you prefer. Casa de Ambien? <laughs> I originally put Casa de Ambien, and I changed it to Ambien Villa. What about Chez Ambien? Oh, Chez Ambien. I ooh, like it. Okay, Chez ooh, Ambien. that makes him sound fancy. I like it. It does. So we're at Chez Ambien. <laughs> because spencer does nothing he does nothing he is lying in bed watching heidi put on loose powder who cares well wait was this when he was reading the book or was that later that was later okay he's literally just lying on the bed while she puts on chanel press yeah he's either always in the bed or on the couch bed couch bed he's not usually even standing he's never even productive yeah not upright a lot (laughs) that one (laughs) so 
Heidi is reiterating her conversation with Brent and saying that Brent was mad at her and that it's not even her fault. She didn't even know Elodie quit. And Spencer does that like creepy face and he shakes his head side to side like he's angry and says, she was just trying to snipe you out. Yeah, she yeah. was. Just like you did to her. Like, yeah. whatever. You snipe people out on a daily basis. That's what you're doing on your sofa or in your bed 24 hours a day. Sniping people out. Um, <laughs> Spencer adds this, like, bizarre foreshadowing, or I don't know what they were intending with this statement. And he says, you just can't depend on anyone. Ooh. Ooh. What does that mean? I don't know. Because <laughs> you've made it pretty obvious the only person you depend on is Heidi. So... Whatever. And himself. Yeah. Oh, and then we have to watch Audrina and Justin play pool. <sighs> yes. And it's so... I, <laughs> Thank you for re- for doing the sigh along with me. I was so bored instantly. It was really boring. Like, the very quick synopsis is just that... And I didn't get this too, because Audrina makes it sound like she came to Lauren. No. And that's not what happened at all. Like, no. so she's basically reiterating to Justin Bobby that she and, like, Lauren apologized and she's going to say out of it, whatever. Justin Bobby... Says a whole bunch of really stupid non sequiturs, and all I wrote in my notes was, "Someone please shove a dick in Justin Bobby's mouth because he's so stupid and he's yeah. pretty, but he shouldn't be talking. So stick a dick in his mouth because he needs to shut the fuck up." So Adrina says, "You know what Lauren said that she was overprotective and into, but in their business." And Justin goes off on one of his bullshit monologues and says, "I just want things to be happy and blissful and mellow." And Audrina says, like they are right now. And he says, yeah, life is just too short. What? Okay, whatever. I'm sorry, but while listening to this conversation, life seems like a fucking eternity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so true. Forever. I've, I've never seen a pool game last so long. No. Um, and then Audrina adds, well, maybe Lauren will spark up with Brody again. AKA Lauren is so hard up. She can't understand what it's like to get some anymore. <laughs> I also noticed that Audrina has no manicure. Oh, I didn't notice that. I didn't so notice. I only highlight that and I'm not one to talk. I hardly ever have one. My friend Lauren, I'm so sorry. She harps on me all the time. She'll look at me and be like, what are you doing outside? That's disgusting. Um, <laughs> oh, do you think she and I can like take you hostage and make you get stiletto nails? I really want someone I know to have stiletto nails. What does that mean? Stiletto nails says like pointy, like acrylic nails that look like, like Oh, like Kylie, like Kylie Jenner? Yeah. Oh God, no. Yeah. yeah. I can't do that. Does your friend listen to the podcast? Sometimes. All right. If you're listening, Lauren, Lauren, um, <laughs> we need to roofie Mare B and force her to get stiletto nails on me. I'll pay for it. <laughs> God, I could only do that for like a Halloween costume and they wouldn't even be natural. I can't, <laughs> I can't wait that long to grow them out. However, Audrina has no manicure and I only found it interesting because we saw her sitting on the couch giving herself a pedicure and she didn't take the extra like 20 minutes to do her fingernails too. Like, and no manicure in that they weren't painted, or they were, like, jankety? They, no, no, no. They were, like, straight up bare like mine are right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm doing mine later, by the way, listeners, so don't judge me. <laughs> and that's the end of Billiards. Oh, thank God. So then we're having sushi with Brody. And I had a really hard time paying attention to this because I got lost in Brody's eyes. Yeah, he looks dreamy. Oh, my God. This eyelashes? Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. And again, I think because the picture was blown up, it was just like these big doe eyes. And <laughs> oh, I was we like, saw her details. Yeah. Why did I notice Audrina's nails? I was I like, no I can't even pay attention to their conversation because I'm lost in his eyes. Yeah. Um, Lauren is wearing a red baby doll dress. It's very cute. However, she has paired it with a pearl necklace and I just can't. I can't. 
I think it can make even a 22 year old or 23 year old at this point, I don't even know how old she is, attractive young woman look five years older instantly. It's just not cute. I agree. And I've never in my whole life understood, even on older women, why pearls are expensive in a thing. I mean, I know they're rare and that's why they're expensive, but I don't think they're pretty. I don't like, I don't get it. I like them in other contexts. I have a pearl ring that I really like, even a pair of pearl earrings. Um, my husband actually gave me a really gorgeous necklace with a single pearl on it. That's mm -hmm. very cool and, and modern. I like a black pearl. Yeah. Something about just like a full string of pearls. And I don't know whether it's how they look or just the association. To me, they're just very 1950s sweater set and pearls. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Although I would let Brody give me a pearl necklace any day. Of course. Who wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Lauren and Brody are sharing a bottle of sake and they do a toast mm -hmm. properly with a shot of sake and they say to true friends. So then Lauren tells Brody she had lunch with Jen Bunny, who had had lunch with Heidi. <laughs> it's getting real deep so guts. Vicious game of telephone. Yeah, deep guts. Um, and Heidi blamed Brody for the rumors. And Brody just says, she's lost her mind. And so has he, meaning Spencer. Um, and Lauren says, I know what you're saying, but you still won't confirm it. And Brody says, I just, I stay away from that. I was stuck in a really bad position. I want nothing to do with it. And Lauren says she appreciates that, but there's a difference between right and wrong. And Brody says, well, in this case, he is wrong. And Lauren says, you won't look in my eyes and tell me that you know they did it. And Brody thinks about it for a minute. And then he says, I know for 100% fact that they did it. And see, this doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I don't understand why he didn't tell her forever ago. Like, I don't, like, I get... Because he still was trying to be friends with Spencer. And now he's not. Well, you know, I'm a staunch Brody defender to the end. But honestly, if you are friends with two people and one of them is spreading vicious, horrible, fake rumors about the other one and you know for a fact they're doing it, like, and you're not, like, that's shitty. I'm sorry. It's, it, there becomes a point where you're no longer Switzerland and then you're just a dick. I agree. But at the same time, he and Spencer are childhood friends. And he still had the benefit of Lauren's friendship without really discussing it whatsoever. He wasn't throwing Spencer under the bus. He wasn't confirming anything. He just kind of stayed neutral and wouldn't talk about it. So he was kind of, he had the best of both worlds until Spencer threw a tantrum because he was rolling with his enemy. And then... Brody was just kind of like, I owe him shit. He did it. Fair enough. But he's still a shitty person in this instance. Yeah. Well, and for all we know, this was a matter of weeks. Yeah. He like played both sides of the coin True. for like two weeks. Yeah, and then he was True. like, by the way, Lauren, they did it. True. I mean, that's all I can think of. Um, so then we are back at Teen Vogue. Lauren tells Whitney, Whitney just has to suffer through recaps, just like we do, um, that she had dinner with Brody and... That Brody confirmed that Spencer and Heidi are the ones that said the rumors and that Brody doesn't really say bad things about people and it's a really wonderful quality, but that he confirmed it and it's kind of a big deal. And um, Whitney asks Lauren if there's any way that Heidi wasn't a part of it, which is a valid question. And I agree with Lauren when she says that, you know, even if Spencer acted alone, 
Heidi must have known about it in some way or another. And I think that we have well established many times that, like, that's the case. That Spencer started this, Heidi didn't stop him, but also wasn't, you know, just... She went along with it in the sense that she didn't stop him, and I think we all knew she knew about it, but she didn't spread the rumors herself. Right. And it wasn't her idea. Right. But the other thing that I found was really interesting is Lauren, in this scene with Whitney, says he. Brody confirmed that he's the one who did it. Yeah. Meaning Spencer. Brody said... I know 100% fact that they, they did, did it. it. Yeah. Brody would know. I think Heidi knew about it. Oh, I think she knew about it too. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, so then Whitney makes a big point to close out the scene of saying, well, you need, you need to let Jen Bunny know to stop saying these things about Brody. And Lauren says, oh, oh yeah, I'll tell Jen. Oh yeah, because everyone's biggest concern right now is Brody. Um, my only note about this whole scene was that Whitney looks stunning. <laughs> she always does. Yeah. I'm telling you, even when she wears an ugly outfit, a smiley face, deflated top, she still looks pretty. She looks really pretty. Yeah. So then, um, oh, wow. I was about to say it's our final scene. It's not. We no, we got more. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Heidi goes to, again, it's an unknown meal. Oh, no. I said it was breakfast and then it turns out to be lunch. Lunch. And they're at Chibo. Oh, Good for you. Yeah. Chibo restaurant. <laughs> C-H-E-E-B-O. I think Jen has another massive iced coffee and maybe that's why I thought it was breakfast. Good on you. Good on you, Jen Bunny. I love a giant iced coffee. Um, and Heidi is wearing two spaghetti strap tank tops layered on one another. I can't lie. I did that all the time. I doubled down on tank tops <laughs> all the time. Always did a black or a white with a bright color underneath or on top. It was a thing. I picked it up from Lauren Conrad, I think, in Laguna Beach and I sported it years later. Kind of proud, kind of ashamed. Moving on. <laughs> Jen Bunny has the most frosted lip gloss on I've ever seen I in said, my life. My note said I couldn't pay attention to any of this because Jen Bunny's pink metallic lipstick is so distracting. Oh my goodness. It is horrible. She looks like a cartoon in Frozen. Yeah. Yeah. She looks like a four-year-old yes. that was like, I'm going to wear makeup today. Like, yes. it's bad. Yes. It's like early Real Housewives of Orange County bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's real bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Um, so she tells Heidi that she had lunch with Lauren and kind of, you know, was trying to rekindle that friendship and Heidi lies her face off and says, I think it's great that you're friends with Lauren again. And this is where I have a huge problem because okay. Lay it on Jen me. says that Heidi says, responds with that, which is very, you would just normally, if that was a normal, you'd let it go. And then Jen, apropos of nothing goes, so you want to be friends with her again? Yeah. And I, it, it just as the watcher, I'm like, that's not what Heidi said. Heidi said, I'm glad that you are talking to Lauren again. And you, I mean, Heidi made no mention of like, I'm dying to talk to Lauren again. And Jen just jumped on it. It was stupid. Well, and Heidi says, I would be friends with her again if we could put this all behind us. And Jen says, but this is a really sticky situation. This is not somebody kissing someone. I think defending herself, by the way. No, that's 100%. She's talking about her and Brody. And then she says, this is a a rumor that people put in front of millions of people. Yeah. It's a good point. Yep. It it really got that far. Like, it was in magazines. It was on the internet. This was the days of Perez Hilton and all that stuff really taking off. It was a big shame on Lauren that this came out. And Spencer was the cause. Yep. It's a big deal. And... Um, and Jen tells Heidi that, you know, Brody told Lauren that it was Spencer and Heidi. And 
Heidi just kind of says, you know, of course Brody's going to say that. Who else could he possibly say it was? And she's a decent actress, but not a great one. All I wrote was the lady doth protest too much. Exactly. And Jen says, well, I'm not accusing you, but are you sure of Spencer? Again, valid question. Yeah. And Heidi gets all offended and says, of course I'm sure of Spencer. I, I'm, what are you trying to say? You think I did it? You think we did it? I think it's really funny that you're coming at me like that. Um, no one's coming for you. Yep. So you did no it. No one's coming for you. So you did it. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then that, those are the only notes I have about. Uh, my final note is that then Heidi's like, I think we should get the check. Let's get the check. Nothing was eaten. Not one yeah. drop of food. The, the, the food was sitting in front of them. They looked like some kind of like cheesy casserole bowl things. Um, but not one bite from either of them had been eaten. How do people do that? Well, we usually see them eating on the show, so I don't know yeah. what it was about. So I don't know if that was supposed to be like, let's get the check, because I'm pissed. Yeah. Or, but I was like, oh, you didn't eat a thing. And they were also the only people in the restaurant. So I have a feeling it wasn't even open. It's entirely possible that Heidi actually hates filming with Jed Money, and they're making her. It's very possible. Yeah. yeah. It's very possible. Yeah. So then, in our final scene, final, our real final scene, woo! Um, Heidi goes home to her and Spencer's apartment and Spencer says, were you at work today? And she's still wearing her jeans with holes in them and these double tank top spaghetti strap situation. Also, does sidebar, that look like what she wears to work? If he says, were you at work today? I'm assuming this is a work day. Yeah. Like a, like a weekday. Yeah. Um, and Brent told her earlier in the episode that this was a career, a 24-7 job. Apparently, she doesn't even have to work every day. No. No. I mean, we know it's fake. But, like, I think yeah. it's, like, you can't say 15 minutes ago, have your boss be like, this is a career, you have to be here all the time, whatever, and then come home in the middle of the day during the week and have your boyfriend be like, oh, are you working today? Like, what the fuck? And so we've seen Heidi's new office attire, Right. Oh, yes. Oversized blazers, high-waisted pants, collared shirts, etc. Some good, some bad. Lauren Hutton, sex prostitute. Yes, exactly. And all of a sudden, she's looking like she's going to a laundromat or to get her nails done. Like, she's not looking cute. And Spencer wonders if she was at work. What, setting up tables? That outfit is acceptable nowhere. Um, And when she comes in, Spencer is reading. Oh, yeah. It was like Uh, investment opportunities for dummies or something. It was a double I, uh, intelligent investing or something like that. But it was also like yellow. It looked like a for dummies. Yeah, book. it did look like a for dummies book. It says so much about it. That whole series was written just for him. Yeah. Um, so then again, Heidi tells Spencer what we've been hearing all episode long. It is a bad episode of telephone. Well, I had lunch with Jim Bunny, who had lunch with Lauren, who told Lauren about our lunch. And, you know, they're saying that you and I spread those rumors when really it was Brody. And... Spencer is pretending to be offended and appalled, and he calls Brody shady. And Heidi ends the episode with saying, I just think it's really sad they're blaming you. Um, I just wrote dumb face montage. Yeah. Because it really, there was like no talking in it. It was just like his face, her face, his face. And they were just like, it was like a soap opera, like over-exaggerated emotion face scenes. Yeah. It just, it doesn't make sense. Brody had nothing to gain by starting those rumors about Lauren. He was hardly on the show. He had nothing to do with it. Nope. He was on the show as Spencer's friend at that point. Yep. It's so stupid. 
Why didn't they blame it on a neutral party or someone we had never seen? Well, I think part of that is, um, and just to play a devil's advocate, it's possible that Brody was in on all of this. Cause remember he and Spencer guns blazing. We're like, we're going to yeah. be on the Hills. We're going to be on the Hills. We're going to have a plot line. It's very possible that off camera, Brody and Spencer were like, well, I'm going to say you did it. I was it's going to keep us relevant. We're going to be on TV a lot. It's true. It's, it's sad, but true. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it. Um, yeah, and so next week, I'll just lightly touch on, um, it looks like Lauren... <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> Lauren um, goes on a date with someone who's not Brody. Yep. Um, and we get a little Heidi and Spencer drama, and I'm not going to say it, because I want to save it for the moment, but Heidi has a pretty amazing quote uh, that she throws she in Spencer's face that we will discuss next week. And it was also in the season trailer we saw last yes, week. Yes, so we've now got to see it twice, and we'll get to see it the third time. I'm so time proud of and, you for not spoiling it twice. And I lo- I want it on a shirt. Yeah. Um, Alright, guys, well, uh, thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. <sighs> and that's our episode. And you can find the podcast on social media, Instagram and Twitter, at FranklyMareB. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email us at FranklyMareB at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter, at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at HeyIt'sMareB. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We'd love it if you could go to iTunes and give us a star rating and review. And please subscribe. Until next time.